I, I think we're going to have to change that, not because I don't like it, but uh, Matt uh, Purcell, one of our, our good listeners, was telling me he was driving into work this morning, or this week, listening to our first Alien episode, and he almost wrecked his car. <laughs> yeah, um, I won't lie. I forgot about it, because on, uh, on my soundboard, it just says, intro. So it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's already on there. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. So it's going to stay this week, but okay, not a problem. I I don't think we should change it. Sorry, Matthew. We 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 will work on it. Uh, Hi guys, welcome back to our very first review of our Alien season. We are very excited. It is going to be War of the Worlds, not the novel, but the radio dramatization done by Orson Welles. Super pumped to talk about the history of that and everything. Um, But before that, I will say we have gotten a lot of really positive responses on uh, social media and also in Discord. People seem to be very very much on board talking aliens it's obviously been in the news a lot recently with like the u.s pentagon releasing videos obviously joe rogan is a huge alien nut and he is very much in the cultural zeitgeist having a bunch of alien people on his show um but yeah and i know that justin i haven't looked into anything about it but i saw you were very excited about it and i wanted to save it for this moment uh some big news came out today about a certain alien franchise is that correct yeah, uh, there's going to be a Dead Space remake reboot thing. Uh, they don't have a date on it yet, but it got announced today. Um, cool. For PS5 and Xbox Series X, so it'll be like next gen. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for you to play Dead Space more than anything. Really. That's what everyone says. My plan is to start this Sunday. Uh, it's That review is coming in two weeks. Yeah. Um, next weekend, I'm actually going out of town. We're going to North Carolina with uh, actually Stephen Ultra. Okay, nice. From, nice, nice. You know, uh, him and his fiance are joining me and Devin. We're just going to go to a lake. We got a little cabin, just kind of chill and chill vibes. Reset before the new school year starts. Um, but I had that Monday off, so my plan is to play it within in two sessions: this coming Sunday and then next Monday. Ooh, okay. I think uh, I think the plan right now is I might actually stream it. This is kind of in the past for anybody hearing this, but I'm going to stream it tomorrow, Friday, and I think Sunday, and then I don't think I'll be streaming next weekend, but then Mm -hmm. I'm going to go again on like Monday or Tuesday or something and just finish it up. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, That's kind of the most fun thing about this podcast is that my horror video gaming has been so limited. And we are like back into actual... Yes. Like like a, a lot of people consider dead space to be one of the like great horror franchises Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm gonna be very interested to see what like a fresh take on i literally know nothing about it even even better i literally know nothing about it and on a little side note we also got some really interesting news about podcast stuff we can't talk about it yet yes but it does have to relate to our alien stuff and i'm i'm getting pretty pumped um I think that's all of, like, show notes. Oh, I do want to make a uh, an announcement with me starting school. Um, my evening time is going to be a lot more limited. Yeah. So my streaming is going to be strictly saved only for horror games for the podcast. Obviously, there's somebody can't play with their like, PC, uh, PC or PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my computer can't handle it. <laughs> um but, like, don't be looking for me to play, like, Final Fantasy and stuff. It's not because I don't want to. It's just because I just don't have the time for it. Uh, and Justin was obviously awesome and understanding about it. But uh, just a little bit of background. And with all that being said, Justin, I know you've been super busy. But what's been new with you? Um, I got my Mass Effect 3 Platinum. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so I, I just really have to go back and get one super easy trophy in Mass Effect 1. And okay. then that's all three games platinumed. Uh, Congratulations, sir. Thank you. It feels good. It feels good. Uh, I fucking love that franchise. <laughs> um, started playing Skyward Sword. I'm about halfway through. Um, Great. I never, I think I mentioned it on the podcast last yeah, week. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah. We yeah, I, I never beat it. So it's, it, it, it's interesting. I'm basically caught up to where I stopped playing. Okay. Um, it's definitely one of my least favorite Zelda games. I will say, coming back to it after Breath of the Wild, I think a lot of people have a different outlook on it because it's kind of Breath of the Wild. It, that had to happen for Breath of the Wild to happen, and it's very clear why when you play it. Well, I think the thing with Skyward Sword that kind of made it problematic, if that's the right word for it, is that Zelda games have always kind of been what hmm. Ocarina of Time was for the longest time. Ocarina was just so perfect. Majora's Mask was so great. So like even Wind Waker, which I love, like all and Twilight Princess, they all had the same kind of aesthetic. And when they made Skyward Sword, yes, they had the motion controls, but it was the same thing. It's a similar trap that Pokemon has had, right? Like people are so excited about this Pokemon Arceus. Is because it finally looks like they're going to take a risk and break the mold. Uh, unfortunately, staying in your comfort zone and doing the same thing over and over and over again can get dull. So oh, when it's when it's a dull story, like I play a very similar game with a game I actually like, like Majora's Mask or Wind Waker, and the motion controls, which are just awful. I thought it'd be so cool, and I hated oh, it. Oh man! I, so I haven't even played with uh, motion controls. I turn that shit off almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels I, I it feels a lot better. There's some it, it took a little bit of getting used to, but it definitely yeah. like I'm right back into it. I think there was like this this bamboo thing that you had to like cut down that I was mm-hmm. almost never I wasn't able to do until I got like the first sword upgrade originally. Cool. Yeah. Um but this time I did it like the first time I visited the island with like the puny little like shitty sword. Yeah, so. it's like I said, it's the reason why Link's Awakening remake was amazing for me, but this one doesn't even move the needle. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I I wasn't a huge fan of the a Link's Awakening remake. It was just too stuttery for me. But, was it really for you? Oh, absolutely, dude. My launch switch is oh. <laughs> it's not great. Um, <laughs> okay, what uh, else? Other than that, um, holy shit! Uh, I started watching uh, Gossip Girl, or is it just me? Yeah, it's just you. <laughs> uh, um, uh, oh man, uh, Wellington Paranormal. I started watching that again. Okay, which is if you haven't seen it, it's basically like uh, a different take on what we do in the shadows, kind of, except for with police. Fun, like a paranormal unit, but nobody believes them. It's actually really funny. It's made by the same people. So like X Files, but tongue in cheek. Yeah, it, it's X Files, but uh, Taika. Watiti, I believe, is involved, and so is okay, uh, cool. Jermaine Clements. Clements, is that his name? From Flight um, of the Concord. What's that? From Flight of the Concords. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. So that that's actually been really funny. Um. I can't think of anything else other than work. So. Uh. Yeah. I think that's it for me. What about you, Larry? The first thing I want to say is like last week was Shark Week, and there was a special uh, featuring some of the guys from Jackass. And it was fantastic. And Jackass Forever, the trailer dropped. And are you a fan of Jackass? No. 
Okay. So for me, I loved it. I was told I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid growing up and it was bad or whatever. But just seeing those guys as do ridiculous things, I always loved it. You know, like this crazy stunts, like doing really stupid, reckless shit. I loved it. So I'm very, very excited for Jackass Forever. And then also it's kind of cool is um, Tyler, the creator, and his group, Odd Future. Things you don't even know. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. No Rap idea. guys. Okay. Uh, they had a show on Adult Swim. I think it was called Terror Squad. I think it's what it was called. Something, but basically it was like a jackass. Okay. And the original jackass, like Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, Steve-O and them, actually brought in some of those guys oh, nice. to have like a new generation. And I don't know. I'm super excited about that. That was like a really thing that made me happy this week. I'm still playing through Fallen Order. Um, I'm on chapter four. I am. Re- I just returned to Kashyyyk. I don't. I, I beat that game so long ago. I don't even. Remember. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm en- I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. fun. Um, the the platforming and jumping is awful. Some of the oh, worst absolutely. I've ever played in a game. Dude, it's, when it's... when that game came out, uh, some of those jumps that you, like after you slid down and like had to yeah. jump at the end of the slide, yep. some of those wouldn't work at all. Like you would just see like, that. get to the bottom and fall or not be able to jump far <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's that has been that has been miserable. Yeah. Um, I started Pokemon Unite that came out last night. Oh, is that like the MOBA? Yeah, it's fun, but I already see where the highly aggressive pay-to-win strategy is being implemented. Interesting. I like it, you yeah. can see it. Like, like they have like caps on coins. It's it's like it's very aggressively monetized. And they're gonna make their money because it's Pokemon. so. Yeah, so I uh, I think I'll play it for a couple more days, and as soon as I hit that cap where I can't win, I will be done. Um, continuing my Destiny 2 grind to get the title. I don't need to talk about that in any more detail. <laughs> I am halfway through the Pup Master. Nice, nice. Um, I totally forgot, even with you reminding me about how misogynistic that oh, is, that's dude, going to be a so fun bad. discussion next week. <laughs> Um, and I actually read the final girl support group in like less than 48 hours. Oh, nice. Uh, did you audiobook it? I or loved book, it. Book it. I loved it. I read it. I would oh, okay. in book in hand read it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know that I really like Southern book clubs guide to the vampires, which I had you read and reviewed on the podcast. I, I really, I, as soon as I found out it was by the same author, I got a lot more interest to read that book because I, I really, really, really think you should take it on. Okay, I have a credit on Audible, so I'll do it. I, I I think I don't want to spoil anything, but because of your background, like our background, obviously in horror and slashers and all that jazz, um, I could not recommend it more. And there's also a small section of it that I was telling Devin and a little bit to Rachel, where like I I don't know anybody else who's finished it, and there's something that happens I need to discuss with somebody because it's eating me up. Final girl support group. Sorry, Got I'm it. buying It's all good. Uh, how long is it? Oh, 13 hours. I'll be done that by like Monday night. <laughs> so there, yeah, so I have it now. So. I was uh, going through my, my books, actually looking for another book, and I pulled this out, Justin. And I'm going to start reading this on the side. The Ancient Alien Question. That's right. Who's it by? This is by Philip Copens. Okay, interesting. Just going to just really dive in. So... Before we get into the War of the Worlds, Justin, I need you to hit that spooky, spooky music and let's talk about Fear Street Part 3. 
So Justin, I was I was going to pop in and say this earlier, but I think from the bottom of my heart that that might be the greatest horror theme ever. Oh, that I mean, I I, I wanted to play it the full thing through this time because I figured uh-huh. I don't know when we're gonna get around to a Goosebumps. Uh, yeah, property I don't, I don't again. either. Yeah, so why the hell not? But yeah, no, I. I I could jam it to that any day. Like, like it's it, it so is good. absolutely in like the Mount Rushmore. It's like that, <laughs> the Halloween theme. Yep. And like, <laughs> like what else is like 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 you hear it, like and you just immediately know because not even are you afraid of the dark is like, it's good but it's not goosebumps. Yeah. See, I, I while I think that a lot of like um, no, I'm not getting into are you afraid of the dark because that's a whole thing. Okay, but no, okay. I, I I agree. I I think it's like it's so strong and just. It's nice. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. Okay. So good. Fear Street 6666. No yep. spoilers. I liked it. I thought it was a really good end to it. I, I, I did too, especially the second half of it. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Try not to spoil, right? So um, I, yeah. I will say I think the overall twist was very easily seen it's something that um, matt guessed it he told me right after he watched it he's like he guessed it based off of like this context clues the name uh, the name yep. yeah yeah michelle and i both the second we sat down see i didn't we were introduced to something it uh-huh. was yeah oh yeah that's what this is see, like, like part of me like there are because we had a discussion before like there are there are times where part of me wishes like i was more attentive but there are other times where i'm, like, I'm just happy to just like just be surprised you yeah. know I don't I know. Kind of, it, but it makes films like Digging Up the Marrow. That's what made it so good. It's like I didn't know what was happening. I just wasn't trying to guess what was happening. Yeah. So going on the journey was a lot more fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, and, yeah. and then I think even knowing uh, the the big reveal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I still think it is fantastic. I, I would say this one definitely felt a lot safer. Really, I thought this one was one of the stronger ones. Well, it's not like the. It's hard to. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. like, it's not that I think it was bad. I just think the first two took a lot of risks in certain regards, and this one just felt like more fun. Like more of like, you've come on this four-hour journey so far, uh, five hours if you include kind of the first half of this episode or this segment, yeah. and we're going to pay off without hurting you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think the, I think the the issue is that the men the ending is a little messy. Um, yeah, and uh, but I think without that ending, it would definitely be probably my favorite one to be honest. Okay. Uh, just because I I love weird horror shit that takes part that yeah. takes place in that time period because like, I mean, yeah. it just reminds you. One is my favorite. Trait. I mean, the scream homage. Yeah. And then the music and just, I mean, that's just my aesthetic. So I, I 100% agree. I think part one is definitely like, if you're going to watch, I mean, you should watch all three, obviously, but mm-hmm. if you were only had time to watch one, one would be the one to watch. Yeah. And I think it's kind of the last thoughts before we move on from it. Cause again, we can't talk spoilers is yeah. mainly that, uh, I'm just so grateful that rl signs work like goosebumps like even in the modern times right like goosebumps and fear street are just being treated not as a cash grab but with actual passion behind it well and the 
So I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I think it's because that people like you and I, people who grew up reading this stuff, are the ones taking care of it. So we yeah. are doing that. We are taking care of it. We're not. Because I got hurt when I was younger with the Aragon adaptation. Because <laughs> that was like my first like yep. high fantasy book, and it was just such a bad movie. Even as a child, I remembered it being such a bad movie. Yeah. So... Like whenever I hear these things are being done, I always get a little nervous. Yeah, you know yeah, what no, I mean. Definitely, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes from it. I want to. I want to see this continue, and I'm just grateful. I, they, I honestly they am have, grateful, and um, I'm pumped. Expressed interest in doing more. like a multiverse kind of thing, yeah. like, a, like an MCU kind of thing. Um, yeah. If they keep the same lady in charge of it, I'm all in. Yeah, same. I, I think it's they, I think she's done so. great heading the ship and just keep it going. Yeah. And just don't do a Game of Thrones D and D situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, Justin, we are going to head into our review of War of the Worlds. Yes. Uh, there will be spoilers. I don't know what to tell you. This is almost a hundred years old. So, uh, Justin, hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, am I on? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here I am, back of a stone wall that adjoins Mr. Wilma's garden. From here, I get a sweep of the whole scene. That's it. I didn't want to. That was it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know how much you had. Uh, yes. So, Justin, have you heard this before? Uh, no. This was the first time. Oh, that's so cool. It. I'm so excited to talk to you about it then. Um, oh, I wouldn't be. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. So, we'll get some background <laughs> in first then. Okay. The novel The War of the Worlds was by H.G. Wells and was published in 1897 in Pearson's Magazine in the UK and Cosmopolitan in the US. It is one of the very first stories depicting the human race versus an extraterrestrial threat. The novel is one of the most commented on works in all of science fiction. Many believe it to be groundwork for all future sci-fi to come. However, we are not tackling the book. We are talking about the 1938 American radio drama based off of the novel. It appeared on the anthology series The Mercury Theater on the Air and was directed and narrated by the actor and soon-to-be future filmmaker Orson Welles. You know who Orson Welles is, correct? Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm having problems putting uh, names to work. but I'm... Well, let me help you, okay. my friend. Welles is considered by many to be the greatest and most influential filmmaker to ever live. You know him, Justin, just by his first film, which he also acted in, Citizen Kane. Okay, yeah, okay. Many consider that to be the greatest film ever made. There is a lot to dive into when it comes to Wells, the man, the filmmaker, the actor. Um, But we're going to save that for a later episode. I think, if I remember correctly, he has done a little bit of like horror outside of this. And I want to dive into that more. But right now, I just want to focus on the aliens. Um, this radio drama was performed and broadcast live as the Halloween special airing at 8 p.m. on October 30th. Shot and, and running as if it were a developing news story, the main theme is of the Piano Concerto Number no. 1 by Tchaikovsky. The episode has become famous in the popular zeitgeist because allegedly it caused massive panic among the masses. Much different than most radio broadcasts at the time, the program went on for 38 minutes before the first break. This added to the belief of some of the viewers or listeners that there was an actual invasion happening. The first half was developed as a news story where you're listening to music and then as it goes on, like these new broadcasts keep popping in and basically more of this 
alien invasion is being laid out. Um, the second half is a more traditional radio drama format where we have Wells being a survivor of the invasion. There is a dispute about how much panic took place, like some people play it down. However, what cannot be disputed is the Federal Communications Commission and some legislators tried to severely punish Wells in the Mercury Theater for making the drama particularly deceptive and misleading the masses. So, I don't think the government would try to crack down if there was an actual like yeah, panic yeah. in the streets. <laughs> uh, however... This radio drama is what cemented Wells as the dramatist to watch and kind of paved the way for his movement into Hollywood. In 1975, a documentary aired on ABC called The Night That Panicked America, detailing the drama behind the radio show and the things that happened afterwards. The town that the radio drama takes place in erected a statue to the broadcast and cementing both H.G. Wells and Orson Wells in their town's history. The radio broadcast was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame in 1988. In 2003, it was one of the very first recordings that were made a part of the National Recording Registry in the U.S. Library of Congress. And in 2014, it was given the retrospective Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. We will be be discussing four things. Not doing scores. This doesn't really fit what we do. Um, So instead, we're going to have four areas of discussion. The plot. Believability, both then and now. Obviously, we weren't alive in 38, but we can kind of extrapolate. How scary we find it. And how do we think, this? and this is something kind of separate, how do we think an alien invasion would be announced today? <laughs> I have one word for that last thing, for that last <laughs> discussion. So, plot discussion. Yeah. Um, I will go first. We'll go positive than negative, it sounds like from you. Uh I first heard this as a child. Okay. Um, my dad's conservative talk radio station were advertising it during the month of October. And I remember staying up late to listen to it and like keep my radio turned down really low and sitting in front of it. My bedroom was in the basement and it was spooky. And I won't lie to you. Like I've actually been listening to a couple other radio dramas that people recommended after listening to this this week because I find it a very fun way of getting a story it reminds me a lot of video palace right um these kind of narrative audio dramas like this is definitely what started that like you know what i mean like yeah, the, yeah, the radio dramas is what started the podcast dramas yeah. um i think the plot is really fun i like how it starts off like it's just a normal broadcast and then all of a sudden things start happening you know and then i think the second half which is like less than 20 minutes is weaker than the first half oh absolutely yeah um not but because the acting is bad or anything but like the developing story like they keep cutting in and out of like the the piano performance and like the people are freaking out more and more like i, I don't know i, I thought it was I, I i love it and the 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 hook which is the same as the book which is the same as the movie is that like the aliens can't live here because they aren't used to the parasites right like we tried yeah. our gun our, our massive Weapons of war can't take it down, but the simple bug can, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I always found the story of War of the Worlds to be very appealing, and I really like how it's delivered in this. So, so for plot, I like it. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, 32 years old, and this is the first time I've, I'm listening to it. Um, I have read 
the I actually read the book. I think it was in fourth or fifth grade or something. What you were saying, yeah. Um, and obviously everybody's seen the movies. I actually prefer out of all three of them now. I think I would prefer the book still. I I actually think the book is fantastic. It is. Or uh, H. G. Wells. Yeah, has written just amazing amazing books throughout the past and yeah like i i I would highly suggest anybody who hasn't read it go read go goes and reads it goes and read it yeah whatever i can't talk right now would you Um, rather read that again instead of pup master uh absolutely (laughs) i'm so excited to talk about it (laughs) um but honestly like the the plot for this is like okay i think it is okay but that's the thing is i i think it's just okay okay Um, I I, th- I think you're right. You can definitely tell that it's it's definitely on like the, the more fun side of things. Um, Without a doubt, w- with the second half being like, to me personally, the second half was like I kept checking in and out, and okay. it was only 20 minutes, which is not great. But the the first half I actually enjoyed a little bit. Um, I think it's just because the first half is so the first half to me. If you really think that that happened like a hundred, like almost a hundred years ago, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's better than some dramas I've found for podcasts that are out there today. Yeah. Well, so that, that's my thing is like, I think my problem is that this was the first time I'm hearing it. So I have heard yeah. other podcasts or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But yep. I, I've, I've heard other like audio drama, dramatizations. <laughs> Again, I'm having a hard time. I mean, we are the podcast that broke a lot of video palace news. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. But well, that's the thing is like, I think there are better plot driven uh, audio podcasts. I'm trying to find a word for it. but No, and and I absolutely hear what you're saying. And that is one of the reasons why it has always been important to me when we have done this podcast that I tack that we that I bring to you things that established where we came to yeah like video palace would not exist if it if it was not for oh yeah no and and i can definitely see that the i think the only thing is is like i think because again it's 2021 and this is the first time i'm hearing it i I definitely think it was a lot less enjoyable to me whereas if i had the nostalgia for it for listening to it as a kid, it, I think mm-hmm. it would hold up a lot better. But uh, yeah, because when I listened to it, I, I don't even think iPods were a thing yet. Probably not. Because um, <laughs> c- so I, I also do want to say this out front. Um, yeah. So you told me to at at night lay down, yep. dark, listen to it. First half an hour, okay. I had to listen to the second half twice because I fell asleep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, I, I I totally see that. Yeah. The, this is definitely. The first 40 minutes is, in my opinion, some of the best, like, suspense building realism when it comes to an audio drama that I've ever heard. Like, I I, I literally find it so cool how it sets it up, like, I I can, we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit, but, like, I understand why people fell for it. Because it's set up, like, you're just listening to the radio, and then these things just keep popping in, and it keeps getting worse. And worse, and you're hearing about the government responding to it, and people. I I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool. I I do. Th- I just I really find this unique, but it's okay that you don't. No, and that's the thing. It's like I didn't hate it by any means. I just I think that it is 
to me personally, I think that it is just okay. okay. I, I, I think, like I said, I think there are better things out there now, especially because, I mean, we listened, well, I don't know about you, but I, I did listen to like the 30, the, the original release of it. I didn't listen to like, apparently it was like remastered in 2011 or something like that. I actually found it on Spotify and it's original version. Oh, I listened to it on YouTube. So yeah, I went on Spotify just out of curiosity and it was, uh, there's, that's how I was listening to more of it. It's literally, uh, uh, like a podcast station or some kind of station that has a bunch of old radio dramas that are just digitized and are on there. Oh, that's cool though. I mean, see, and like, I I do definitely think that it's important and Mm -hmm. I can definitely see where a lot of things have come from, from it. Mm -hmm. I just think now if I was going to suggest like a podcast to somebody or something, you know, like like an audio drama basically to somebody, I think I would pick other things. Totally fine. Believability, both then and now. Um, Obviously, Justin and I (laughs) did not exist in 1938 or even close (laughs) to it. Uh, But... I have mentioned this already before. I can absolutely see how this could be believed. Yeah, uh, same. Um, I remember actually, uh, oh man, who was it? It was, I mean, he's not with, he's not alive anymore, but uh, my grandfather listened to this. He was he mm-hmm. was young, uh-huh. like very young. I think he said he was like five or something like that. <laughs> it's, been, you know, he, it's been a long time, obviously, but uh, I mean, he remembers people like, being terrified yeah and like i i i i basically like i i completely agree with you i can see how even though at the start and like halfway through they say this is just like for fun and it's a play and all this stuff exactly they do it at the very beginning yeah and then like the 40 minute mark yeah but i mean obviously it was very believable and i and i can definitely tell especially the first half and you gotta half. think like back in the t- back in those days, like when you had to tune in your radio, like you if you missed that first half and tune into that, you'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, well, exactly. If you miss like the first like twenty seconds of it, and Orson Welles delivers that shit so great too. Yeah, like it. I I I I don't know. Like obviously now, I think radio is very much a dying medium. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna talk about how it would be announced today. I think it'd be very easy to not fall into the trap because you would just go on Google and look, right? Like, oh, okay, this is what this is. Yeah. Um, which kind of hurts it, obviously, um, which is why I think it's going to be a fun discussion to talk about how it would happen today. But I've always been a fan of this kind of horror. Like, it's I love Blair Witch, right? Because when I was a yeah. little kid, I thought it was real, right? Like The nostalgia someone, horror. Some, well, no, no, no. I, well... I don't even see that. It's just the like the found footage, like the the real, like the the paranormal activity, like the not highly polished okay. nature yeah, yeah. of horror. Like I, I really, it's why I like Blair, you know, because when I was a kid, some older sister threw a VHS during a sleepover in for me and my buddy, and he's like, "Hey, my friend found this. Check this out." That was my introduction to Blair Witch. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> like, I was a child. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I don't know. So when stuff like this happens, I think it's fun, right? Like, suspending the disbelief, your belief and thinking that th- there is a paranormal world out there, I think yeah. is really fun. So for something like this, I 
I'm, I'm willing to kind of suspend that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, kind of getting to like the is it believable? The believability of it now is obviously. I mean, it's not right. I mean, yeah, like you said, if anything happens, people are just gonna Google it or like. Yeah. <laughs> I. I wanted to save this for the uh, how save, we it, announce save it, now. save okay. it, save it, save it, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And we kind of already hit, hit this one already because all these things kind of tie together. But these were like the main areas I wanted to discuss. Uh, how scary! As a kid, um, I knew that it was like pre-recorded. Like I had heard them talk about it as like, advertising yeah. it, so I was aware of it. But it was still spooky, right? Sitting in a basement as a child, yeah. like, listening to a radio broadcast, like leaned up against the speaker, right? Like. Uh, keeping it down though it was it was spooky um but listening into it last night and the night before right i mean it's only 50 minutes it wasn't like it was hard to do yeah um it was more entertaining than scary yeah uh however just like a puppet masters which i'm sure i want to have to (laughs) not defend because the misogyny (laughs) cannot be defended but defend why i thought it was important that we yeah hit these two things first the groundworks for what makes a scary alien story, I firmly believe, are embedded in War of the Worlds, this radio broadcast, and Pub Masters. I think a hybrid of those two things will be found in every single movie that I picked going forward. That includes like Alien, it includes Predator, it includes obviously The Thing and Body Snatchers. Like I truly yeah. think that you have to know your roots so you can appreciate where you came from. And so even though I don't think it's that scary, I think if you gave it to a little kid, I think it could be spooky. Um, and I think that you could you could do worse. We have had worse. Yeah, we definitely have had worse. Um, I, but I mean, honestly, like I I don't, like you said, I don't find it that scary uh, at all, really. Um, it's more entertaining yes. now than anything. But Absolutely. It, it definitely is like a... I guess like a cornerstone of alien horror, specifically yeah. like extraterrestrial horror. However, you want to super. Say it. It's also super accessible for our listeners to check it out because, like I said, I found it on Spotify. You found it yeah. on YouTube. You can go anywhere. You can find it. Yeah. And I just like I, I don't know. It's it's history is important for me. I think you need to know where you came from before you can realize where you're going. Oh, if you want me to make you play some old shitty alien games i can make you play old shitty alien games. i already told you you should you you, you did not go that yeah, route because i, I, told I you also you have to play them <laughs> <laughs> all right so the last thing how do we think an alien invasion would be announced today i will twitter. let you go first twitter twitter absolutely are you kidding TikTok. me TikTok. oh TikTok is good yeah TikTok or twitter so i i Shit. actually i have a I, I think it'd be a mix of uh mars attacks Okay. Which we'll be reviewing later in the season, <laughs> yeah. Mixed with uh, TikTok slash Twitch. See, I, I don't think you could pull it off on Twitch. There's a lot of those. Would... There's a lot of those beach IRL going for a walk videos. Yeah, but people probably just swat you and then find out it's not real. I don't know. Like, I think it just be like I think because we aren't reviewing it because it's not a horror movie. It's yeah. not. I love it, but Independence Day, when Will Smith wakes up. And, like, everybody, he walks outside, and everyone's, like, freaking out. Like, what the hell? People are taking off to leave that fast. And he looks off into the distance, and that ship's sitting over L.A. Yeah. 
like I, mean, I, I, I i think like i see that happening on like tiktok or twitch right where someone's out that's like talking to their phone like, like happy day doing my tiktok dance and then like we see my it in TikTok the background dance. but they don't see it we see like ships like fucking zooming in and out and like the chat's like look behind you like like lols or whatever right and like they turn around and they get zapped and turn into a, uh, a monster by like, a, a mark attack the alien that's what i see happening I think it's just going to be somebody will post some <laughs> shitty video on Twitter and <laughs> I, I don't know. Someone will get a hold of it and it'll fucking get retweeted and I don't know. My, my, mine's more fun, Justin. I'm going to go with mine. Yeah. I just, I, I, I think yours that... is probably more realistic, but mine would be a lot more fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yours definitely would be a lot more fun to watch. But yeah. All right. Uh, any last thoughts? Like this is, like I said, a lot shorter kind of discussion because yeah. I mean, this is something you need to listen to and kind of experience for yourself. Yeah. But did you like it? It was okay. Okay. I'm very, like, middling on it because, I mean, I I did enjoy the first half of it, but the second half of it is a drastic change. Um, Huge change. And obviously, I don't know if they just had an hour to fill, basically. Um, We... If it you, would have been better if the entire hour, like the entire special, was just the developing news story. Yes, I, I think... Because when that first part ends and like the radio goes silent, he's like, is anybody there? Like, yeah, that is that is chilling. That's Even good. today, that's like chilling. Yeah, but like the thing is, obviously, with War of the Worlds, the ending is always very... The bugs quick. got him. Yeah, the quick <laughs> and kind of now it's like, oh, that's it? Yeah, but, yep. I, I feel like even in this, especially, it's like he, they're going on about like what is it like trying to find food and what they're what they're yeah. gonna do with the aliens. And and it, it's kind of like, cool. Oh, wait, like I, I do think Orson Welles's character, like the survivor he plays, is like very interesting. Yeah, but the first forty minutes is just great. Like there's a yeah. part of me that wishes it just ended right. Like, where I think it's like, I think it there? should have. Yeah, and that would have been a great ending, and I think it would have done a. Well, I mean, obviously, it did well, but like, eh, to me, it would have been better because the, the the second half of it did drag for me. Totally fine, man. All right, well, that's our summary of Orson Welles' adaptation of H.G. Wells' novel War of the Worlds. Um, definitely go check it out for yourself. It's only fifty minutes, and if you like spooky stuff, I mean, that's spooky history right there, guys. Yeah, we're gonna play a commercial for one of the member podcasts of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then we're gonna head on in to the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. All right, so that was our very first piece of alien media we're reviewing. Next week, we'll be reviewing the novel The Puppet Masters by Robert yes. Heinlein. Um, a whole lot to discuss there. Uh, Justin has oh, feelings, I, which I understand. <laughs> um, he actually went to the zombie girls and started uh, throwing me under the bus a little bit. Uh, how I'll have to uh, protect myself and my reputation with them here next week. 
Um, but no, I'm super pumped. I'm very yeah, excited. I know that there is the movement to get Justin to play Alien Isolation on Twitch is I, rapidly I've already growing. Said, I have already said I would do it. I know. I, I was saying time, like, the, the hype for that is growing. I know. God damn I, I, I honestly think we should do it and like put some like uh, like sub goals and like donation goals. Like maybe even try to do it like for donation, like donate it to some charity or something. Okay, because there are a charity. lot of people who want to see you play that. I know. I know. I my I think what I'm going to do is basically next time it because I I have it for the PS4 uh-huh. PS3 I don't remember, um, but I'm gonna get it on Steam. I'm gonna check the VR mod to see how it is before I can commit to that. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be like Mike settings on where the alien can hear yeah. you and like full sensitivity i, I think we should pick a charity out i think we should do it to that like promote it a lot like i could okay. even run i could like i can moderate the chat and like help with that while you're playing the game and okay. maybe if we see if we could raise like a hundred bucks for like okay. i don't know some like animal shelter that's like my favorite kind of charity so maybe we can do something like that okay i oh, will figure it out we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more yeah we'll, we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can. He- we'll be here next week. I'm recording my second episode of the Nick Cage podcast at Rachel on Monday. Actually, dropping oh, nice. the very first of August. So what? What? Uh, it's what a it? TV musical. I already okay. forget what it's called. I haven't watched it. We're watching it this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um. <laughs> it's if you haven't listened to that first podcast episode, like me and Rachel. Like with our stuff, like Justin knows this too. We approach it very serious. We do a lot of research. We are approaching the Nick Cage podcast as a laid back, goofy, fun outlet. No scores, very little research into it, not diving into the problematic stuff, just watching Nick Cage be a goofy man on screen. And I I hear you're uh, going on a peyote adventure. (laughs) Was it peyote? Yeah. (laughs) Right? We yeah, talked about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like my man Fox Mulder, that's correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week the Puff Master is Robert Heinlein. Following that will be our first game review, which is Dead Space. My oh, first time playing yeah. it, Justin's return to it. Yeah. Um, that is all I have. Justin, any last thoughts? Um, be excited. Uh, I think, I mean, we know, we never really talk about this, especially like in the recording, but like... <laughs> Even by the number of downloads, I can tell that people are very interested to get away from Kaiju. I yeah, checked it and for the first especially because like July is usually always the lowest download month because yeah. people are out doing stuff and they aren't like listening. So we usually see this like lull, and then like August, September, it picks up obviously into prime time, which is October. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's kind of getting a little crazy over there. So uh, clearly, people are excited about horror and that you're about aliens specifically aliens and they fun, should man. be aliens are fun like i said yeah. I, I think that i think people are going to enjoy the war of the worlds i think they're going to have fun listening to us talk about robert Heinlein and puppet masters oh my god and I, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling dead space might be up there with like the silent hill dark soul resident evil kind of i hope episodes. so i hope so especially because like i love that series. I mean, there's a lot of people in the Discord that have been talking like oh, I know. Ginger loves them. He's going to start playing through it just cuz he wants to kind of be fresh in his mind when he listens to it. Like if you haven't played Dead Space or haven't played it in a while, you should play it uh in I have no idea what to expect. I do need to get yeah. my hands on 2 and 3 though. I'm starting my hunt for those games. Okay. 2 oh, 
fucking two. Hopefully you didn't check those spoilers that Rachel and oh, no. Alex put up. Okay, good. No. Nope. Don't do not. No, do as not, soon as I, I well, when I see that, I, I if if I'm not like to, no, I'm totally safe. I avoid it. Okay, good. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for this week. Until next time, look to the skies and stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent. It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.